0: With guests from all over the world from different wisdom traditions, I wish to create a web of loving energy that permeates the whole world to create more love and peace. You can connect with me on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube for more guidance and love. Everyone and welcome back to the podcast. I'm really excited today to speak with Julia Balaz. I'm such a big fan of her work and I think I've been following you for quite many years and it was in the time when I was starting to discover uh, this uh, healing regression therapy that you've been into for many years. We can get into that and I actually did one of those uh, here in Sweden with a practitioner and I really, really loved it, uh, tapping into past lives and also lives on other places than Earth and all of that. So welcome to the podcast. Thank
1: you, Shereen. I'm really excited about connecting with you and your audience. I've listened to several of your podcasts and just love the vibe, the energy, your style of um interviewing and just um how much you are doing for uh, supporting the collective consciousness expansion so really an honor to be here thank you so much
0: thank you and for me it's a very special day today because i have my healing oracle card deck that is uh, released today published and uh, i'll probably draw a card for us in the end of this talk as well for the audience to have a message to go home with after this and I'm really just I know that you've been doing the work that you've done for a long time and recently because I also follow you listen to your talks I know that you've done a lot of episodes where you share your your whole journey and all of that and I would recommend for everyone to visit your also your YouTube channel to check that out but maybe just a short introduction and especially like coming up to what we're going to talk today about galactic astrology, how that merged for you. Sure. Uh, And thank you for pointing
1: that the longer versions of the story has been repeated a few times on on my channel. Uh, But very briefly, um, I guess it got most interesting when I was facilitating quantum healing hypnosis regression sessions um, as a full-time practitioner. And uh, because I was always uh, interested uh, in astrology, since my early teens, I was asking every client for their birth details so that after my connection with them, their, their session, I usually spent four to six hours with a person really going through their entire life story and then regressing through several different either past lives or ancestral or just kind of metaphoric stories, really getting to know their conscious and subconscious um, and their higher self too When wonderful guidance was coming through these sessions i then took time when they went home to look at their astrology and just look for different uh, clues and validation really just deepening my understanding of astrology and and uh, just the absolute awe and fascination i have for divine intelligence that moves us that orchestrates everything there definitely is order in the seeming chaos and i just love um, i live for the aha moments of like, oh my God, there it is. It's like a sign of something um, divine. And it's, uh, you know, it it feels more tangible. It feels like, oh my goodness, there is really something to this. So I, um, you know, over time when you you passionately study something, especially uh, with uh, involving your left brain and right brain hemisphere at the same time, when you when you connect, collect a lot of data, in time, you start seeing patterns that really clearly start uh, speaking to you. So I feel very fortunate for the opportunity that I had in fe- feeling into people's um, wholeness. As I said, their conscious and their subconscious and superconscious. And then their astrology, looking at the very comprehensive um, data in their astrological alignments and then starting to see those patterns where certain things became obvious. And uh, there was a point when I started paying more attention to the fixed stars um, and a kind of deep space astrology and more attention to the galactic themes. There was uh, quite a lot of information already about different galactic races, especially Pleiadians, Syrians, Arcturians. So those were the first ones, and the Orion, uh, those were the first ones that I started noticing with my clients Um, uh, quite profoundly in in many cases and um, there really is a, a theme with each star system it has its own frequency that then can somehow manifest in our own life experience through our personalities through the situations that we are experiencing so once Uh, my focus went into that direction. I just couldn't stop and there was more and more uh, coming through. So then I at some point started sharing the information with my clients and uh, their feedback was really surprisingly amazing, positive, like they deeply resonated with the information. They felt validated, they found some clarity and I kept being asked by people to put the information together so that they can learn more about it. So few years later there are several courses now that I've created an a, amazing community of other people who are passionate about uh, working with galactic astrology. So I feel very grateful for this amazing journey. Wow,
0: it's it's so great to that you've you've practiced for so long and through different initiations and readings and insights something has been, I mean, you've tapped into something that still is quite new, but as we're evolving, and our consciousness is evolving, and even our spiritual practices are like opening to other dimensions and frequencies, I think that's becoming stronger and stronger. And and I know that for myself, because the downloads sometimes are very strong. And one point was when I like reconnected with your work and I felt it resonates so much. So it's like now maybe we're ready to look at it on that level, right? Oh, 100%, definitely. And
1: I want to pay respect to everyone else who has been on that similar journey, but just Mm -hmm. in the comfort of their own home without connecting outward with others, comparing data, because since I published the course, I have received so many emails of uh, kind of passionate astrologers who are just in their own cocoon, not necessarily sharing uh, themselves with the world, but they have been led to s- similar discoveries. And it, it just felt very validating for us as a whole, as a community, you know, when what we discovered individually has been happening throughout the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, so mm-hmm. then That's just really realizing that there really something to it. And I also want to say there, the, you know, the fixed stars have been um, looked at by ancient astrologers, you know, for for a long, long time. But somehow it it became suppressed at at some point. It wasn't as uh, common in the last maybe hundred years or or more. And uh, although I had access to um, astrology books through the city library when I was a teenager, somehow it it was like a blind spot for me. The fixed stars astrology, I didn't know it it was a thing. So, I, you know, now when I'm learning, as I expand my awareness of the greater community of astrologers, I can see that it it has been there. However, what I'm noticing is that because they were using the information, the interpretation of the fixed stars based on ancient text, a lot of it is often very doomy and gloomy, quite negative, and Mm. and, um, really based on the era of those ancient times which we have evolved so much and I believe the star systems themselves have evolved so much the whole universe is constantly evolving because everything is interconnected so I love that you know I was able to kind of explore and um, learn about different frequencies of the star systems through experience with clients through journeying with them and uh, equally I'm happy to hear about uh certain uh, astrologers that are usually also have some shamanic background or Mm -hmm. uh, regression hypnosis background who are also rediscovering updated version of the meaning of stars uh, through direct experience so it's wonderful to see and I'm really excited about how much data we will suddenly have available in a short amount of time and I'm sure amazing books will be written and amazing course will be uh, written so I, I don't feel like I'm the only one and very special, like there's a whole collective that is ready to work with this information and really feel connected to Cosmos. That's
0: really beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. And I think that, every, like, like you say, we all are part of a collective consciousness and then maybe we're working on the same stuff. You know how, like, probably we've tapped into this for a couple of years and I feel like, I think around 2000 and... Like let's say three years ago, I started tapping into that consciousness, right? <laughs> something. Yes. It so, became louder for many. Yeah. Yeah, and and then it became very clear. And then it's interesting what you say also that this is it might not be new information, but it's something new for the current um, consciousness because if we look back, we we see that. Because I'm also, you know, I'm, uh, I'm a student of religion as well. So when I study the mythologies and the different, like, even shamanic traditions, like, if you look back, and just recently, I'm just now l- listening to a book about um, um, shamanism that is really beautiful, and where that, oh, I disappeared a little bit there. <laughs> um, yeah, where where they're speaking about the origins of like any type of ceremony, ritual, you know, all of that. it's it's so far back we can't even because we we have a timeline in our head that is two thousand years and then maybe a little bit. but w- when we look back that far, actually they mentioned my ancestral lands uh, in uh, Kurdistan where they found this, ve- that's like the first um, sign of ceremonial shamanic tradition, and it's so ancient, and that's Mesopotamia. And then when you look at the mythology, there are there's a lot of emphasis on stars, right? And, you know, the yeah. star of Ishtar, and, like, that whole symbolism. Mm-hmm. So it's so ancient, and it's so, to me, so clear that these these beings are connected to the star systems. So it's like that consciousness is opening up for us so much. So what I'm really excited about that that the work that you're doing is to, of course, we're working as a collective. So our consciousness is, is collectively awakening to this. And then we're all doing different types of work to get it out there. It could be just a conversation with someone and then you open up something but what i love is that you because, because thanks to you now uh, because i'm mostly working with that traditional astrology that is very connected to how our consciousness have been for the past maybe 2000 years and um when we look at this this adds a different layer just as the hypno- hypnosis that you worked with it was it was such a different Story And, you know, through that hypnosis, it wasn't until I did it maybe five, six years ago, it wasn't until now I understood what some of the places mm. that I visited, what they meant back then, it felt like I didn't connect with the stories at all. So what, what I want, so I'm really into this, as you see, but I want to maybe for people who don't know, what are we, if we take the, 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 this uh, traditional astrology that we otherwise work with and that I talk about and that we usually look into. If we take it to this level now of looking at these star systems what are we doing like practically why would we look into this?
1: Yeah so with the more basic or traditional astrology we consider just the celestial objects in our own solar system. There are planets and so many other new bodies that are continuously being discovered. Uh, they all have certain frequency and through their transits, they, their impact, how we feel, what, how, what we think, what we create, um, how we interact with others. And we find that certain stars, most likely all of them, but there are some that have greater impact on our consciousness, I believe especially star systems that somehow are involved with human evolution since the ancient times like the Orion stars have been uh, imprinted into the blueprints of energetics of earth through so many different civilizations when we look at the structure of architectural um, sites right so the Orion stars surely have uh, energetic link that is much stronger than star systems that have no archaeological, uh, like physical um, reality connection through mathematics and geometrics. Uh, so if we look at the Orion star and their energetic connection to us, and we look at how they figure in different uh, astrological charts, they, you know, when you look at data of hundreds of hundreds of people who have, Orion stars in their chart, you will notice that actually they have some commonalities in how they express themselves. So, for example, since I'm talking about the Orion, um, and there are many nuances, by the way, depending on which planet is aligned to the Orion stars, in which aspect, uh, and, and all that. But in generic terms, there is a commonality with the Orion star seeds, as I like to call them, or people who have stronger connection to the Orion, that they are. Um, able to navigate this polarized consciousness, uh, duality, and not re- too afraid to look at their shadow side or acknowledge the shadow side, whereas maybe the Palladian uh, star seeds feel much more comfortable with just the positivism and all the good things and always seeing the bright side of everything, uh, almost ignoring the shadow, although they are aware of it, but they just focus on the best possible scenarios, whereas Orion, they they, they find it really important to to find good balance, integrate both the shadow and light and leverage uh, both of it, kind of uh, creating union. Another thing with Orion Starseed, uh, I find that they have really good sense of human uh, humor, and especially in really difficult situations. it feels that through their soul history or through their uh, DNA uh, memory of their ancestors, they they've been through so much, Um, difficulty that the way for them to cope with all that is to bring humor into it and they often uh, will help others to be uplifted and to kind of cheer up especially in the darkest moment and then kind of get through it you know or being very resourceful so each star connection has these types of um, uh, manifestation or very particular Uh, way how they show up in our life as well through relationships or how we perceive the world so it's really um, interesting to add another layer to astrology beyond the planets beyond the archetypes of our solar system Uh, there are just deeper meanings deeper stories what i'm seeing is when people start learning about these other um, typical manifestations they're like oh my god now everything makes so much more sense it's as if you bring additional puzzle pieces to your bigger picture and suddenly you see everything clearer and from a much higher perspective and there is a sense of kind of peace or through clarity obviously and encouragement to then leverage this information in some positive way so
0: yeah I love that and it's kind of like um, expanding our awareness of our being as well to a to a different level if we if we believe in some type of continuation of life and reincarnation and all of that um to expand that awareness to just expanding that uh, this gal- like this universe is so vast that everything is connected like why would we not be connected we're so small um and then we can be so big and eternal as well in our like collective consciousness and everything these are just like wonderful tools to work with ourselves and our paths and and to also connect since we we can connect to different levels and dimensions in our spiritual practice in our healing and then that adds a different toolbox because also we are here to practice different things and to experience, like, what our soul is supposed to do. And I think that this level can help us to also maybe connect to, I mean, the ancient, like, indigenous people have always had connection to uh, star beings and, and to to the stars and, you know, all these mythologies. It's, it's so clear that we've once known something and then now it's coming in on a different level and frequency, maybe not as they received it, but like we're evolving as well. So that's a really exciting thing. And on your website, you have actually, this is, but this is like one of a kind, I think this calculation, I've not seen it anywhere else. So one can put in their birth data, just as for, and get like a chart, but with connected to this. Maybe you want to talk about that a little bit. And
1: yes, so when I was uh, facilitating these uh, regression sessions and looking at my clients' charts, I was able to get their n- natal chart details through free astrology softwares. There are so many amazing websites that do that that give you the position of the planets mm-hmm. when you were born but I had to manually calculate the position of the stars based on their birth year, like recalculate everything, each planet. It mm-hmm. took me usually three hours to to find out what stars were aligned to certain planets. Very time consuming process and a lot of math, which I enjoy. Um, I, I, I don't know why I never, it didn't occur to me to search for a calculator. I thought I'm onto something new. As I said, it was a blind spot for me. <laughs> The, that there was an existence of you know fixed stars books um, but um, I prayed when I created the course I first taught my students how to do this manually and I warned them at the even before they purchased the course that there is some calculations and it's very time-consuming process like have patience but I prayed that there'll be someone who can help me create a software to do this automatically and within two weeks after I published the course there was actually a student who signed up who is a software developer and who reached out and he said, this takes so long, I can create a software for this. So his mm-hmm. name is Hector Hector Maniares and, and uh, he's been with us uh, ever since and we have a vision on what else can we do and build and uh, the possibilities of, you know, using software to create all kinds of reports uh, and comparisons mm-hmm. and ministries and things like that. So... So, there is a website that we created called galacticastrochart.com where people can enter their details and find out which most commonly known fixed stars are aligned to their uh, natal chart. And what is unique about our software is that we don't only show the conjunct uh, alignments, which there are some professional astrologer software which show that conjunctions like direct alignment, but we also show opposition, trine, 6,000 squares. So, it's just different mathematical or geometrical arrangement and through us paying attention to these other aspects we found that they too have a meaning and they manifest in a certain way so there is a lot of depth that that can be created by studying this and exploring um, these types of connections so yeah it's fun
0: (laughs) it It is a lot of fun. And yeah. for, it it takes also for those listening that are really interested in on already working with astrology, this is like a new layer. And I work a lot with uh, Diana Wesley, and she works a lot with the goddesses and you know, the the um, what do, uh, asteroids. Uh, so that also makes it, and I would really love to explore, in this case, from my work, um the connections to to maybe mythology and deities and goddesses that would be really really interesting to look into and i will i will start maybe maybe you've already done that actually i would love to hear there there are um, members in our community
1: who are taking the um, practitioner course who are paying attention to that so Mm. the it's it's another level of galactic astrology that, that will come through
0: soon i'm sure yeah lovely I love that. So I'm actually looking at my chart now. I, I just found it yeah. interesting, and I and I wrote to you before because, um, from when I was born, it seems like so. It, I'm looking at a chart. Anyone who's listening to this, you should really try it. Uh, I you see first on the first line the sun and which sign and degree it is and house, and then it says connection and the first connection that I get. To this is Lyra and then it's a line and it says opposite Vega. So that is the the connection, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So the, the first columns are
1: uh, usually showing the conjunctions or opposition, the direct, uh, they take priority, mm-hmm. then we show trines and sextiles and squares. So I'm not surprised at all hearing this, Uh, and especially if you're so uh, consciously aware of your deep, deep ancestors um, and their rich uh, culture and wisdom and tradition. Um, Lyra Vega is one of the most ancient um, um, cultures or or, um, evolved beings that that we know uh, have influenced Earth for aeons from the beginning of times, we could um, think of them as um, founders or really our ancestors. Uh, Lyra Vega, we are aware, and I, anyone who has connection to Lyra Vega that I have, that I know, either conjunct or opposition, especially, they are involved in um, teaching or being a connector for, for like creating a platform where people are discussing ancient wisdom, uh, mm. ancient. Mythology, healing arts, spiritual uh, teachings. So I'm not surprised at all that you feel passionate about bringing this into collective consciousness and really educating others or helping them understand how much richness there is if they choose to expand their consciousness and evolve. So Mm -hmm. such a beautiful validation and
0: place. Yeah, yeah. Lyra is beautiful. And is it connected? Actually, is is it Lyra that's connected to felines? As well, yes,
1: yes. Uh, It's a there's there's a variety of um, different species and cultures, but uh, the the feline race is strongly connected or associated with Lyra.
0: Yeah, and I had dreams about felines since I was a child, like in her Uh, Yeah, Mm -hmm. so that makes so okay. We can validate that. But what is the M fifty seven? Is that also a star system, or it's it's connected to Lyra then? It's a Lyra nebula. So oh, yeah. if, we, if we see that, usually really that indicates
1: soul records, soul memories leading all the way to ancient Lyra, to really okay. the, the leaders, the founders race. And and that person, usually in those soul records, or if, we, if they regress, they would see the connection to the ancient Mesopotamia and, and uh, the mass exodus stories and
0: the abrahamic race and all that uh, it's usually there with
1: this nebula yeah
0: so that's exactly that's also there and Mm -hmm. this is actually a new one for me because i know about some of the systems but centaurus is actually opposite my moon in taurus and And is it centauri or beta beta Centauri. Yeah. Okay,
1: with the moon. Um, so when I see that with people, usually they have a theme of um, intense relationships, especially up to their forty years old or so. They uh, they expect unconditional love because they embody unconditional love uh, frequency, and uh, they get hurt a lot because they uh, almost, they they look for that unconditional love, not realizing that it's at the center of their being. So there's that neediness, I suppose, or high expectation in relationships that is never met um, Mm. until they find the the source of love inside them. And then the point of attraction in the relationships changes uh, completely and uh, they start cultivating beautiful, harmonious, balanced relationships. Um, Mm.
0: So very strong theme. With That's that. Interesting. So they have themes that are also connected to our more physical, like yeah, connected to our daily lives. Yes. Kind of like the yeah. Okay. Very much so. Yeah. And and the last one is I'm thinking about the AC. My AC is conjunct Hydra Alfard. I'm not surprised at all. Okay, so so
1: Ascendant, so the Hydra Alpha, the Alpha stars of Hydra constellation was rising when you were born. And uh, again, how, how that manifests through life, you're, you're such a beautiful validation of that. Uh, uh, especially with women, you can see how they carry that ancient, deep, profound uh, feminine wisdom and also carrying the stories, also through their ancestral lineage of very strong women. Um, that had to face adversity, uh, but they were strong and would mm-hmm. hold. Or in some lifetimes, perhaps they were prosecuted and uh, they gave their life for standing in integrity and truth. They were not manipulated. Mm-hmm. So very strong uh, feminine connection um, connection, and uh, feeling, you know, rising. Like their, their role in this life seems to be to... to Break free to not be unapologetically strong female um, uh, leader uh, in a in an integrated um, harmonious way. Uh, mm. You know, mm. so you seem to be doing that
0: just wonderfully. Thank you, and that's that's I mean that's super accurate, and I really recommend everyone to look. Look into their chart, and I know that you and your those that you are training now are also doing like full readings for people, Mm -hmm. and that's really exciting too. Yeah, Uh, because it's a lot of info, like there, it's huge amount of information
1: to uh, into all of it, and uh, not everyone has time to to do this. It's a journey that takes many months, even years, uh, to to learn how to decode all the data that's in your chart. So I feel so grateful that we have. Uh, growing growing number of dedicated practitioners who live and breathe this uh, information really passionately engaging their left brain and also their intuition tuning into soul records tuning into um, these deep ancient stories of our ancestors on earth and beyond so
0: uh,
1: people can have access to that through the website galacticastrology.com
0: I love that. Do you think that this type of, that what we're tapping into is also part of a collective healing and shifting and, you know, the paradigm shifts that we're going through right now? Yes, what
1: I'm observing is that um, there were many stories Mm -hmm. connected to extraterrestrial beings that were very polarized. They were talking a lot about, uh, you know, service to self, collectives and and all kinds of wars and things like that but what i'm noticing lately especially since last year is that uh, people at, at least within my proximity the community that is forming is that they they we all feel guided to to stop uh, dividing and polarizing and uh, you know thinking who's which race is better which race is worse and you know all that and really uh, instead learning from what was experienced by them taking it to the next level kind of integrating all those stories as fragments of something that is whole and complete and just finding somehow a way to have more neutral perspective that is empowering but and not a kind of ego boosting but really more from a humble and deeply responsible place and also not to um Uh, what's the word, like think of these uh, extraterrestrial beings or our star alignments as something um, godly, but realizing that we are here for a reason and uh, it's as important to be Earth human right now, that is kind of connecting to to the universe um, in this profound way. I feel with the evolving consciousness that we are experiencing now, to me, evolution is all about greater connectivity and greater harmony. And I feel as we are consciously tapping into these far distant places, we are helping to heal whatever past uh, stories they had of polarity and conflict and wars. As we are bringing it into our experience, into our physical, physical um understanding, we help somehow heal it. Because a lot of times people feel deep emotions when they connect to certain soul records uh, and there is energy discharge uh, in their physical body, whether through goosebumps or crying or uh, purging or, or whatnot when, when you go to, to the extremes. But this way we are helping to clear the records and make it um, lighter and somehow heal the the, the universe, and uh, evolve towards perhaps more peaceful and harmonious collaboration
0: between various um, civilizations. Mm. Yeah, that's super important. And I'm thinking of one one thing, because I work a lot with ceremony and ritual, and we we look at the um, different points of the year, and we're looking at the moon phases and eclipses what it's two questions. how do how could we tap into since these are very like fixed and and then, but we have the sun and moon are moving all the time, and there's different things happening. And also that leads me to a question, is there something specific happening now this month, upcoming months that you feel is important to share? Such a great point. so we we're we're talking here about transits and how powerful they are.
1: One of the, most amazing moments I had in the earlier years when I was uh, kind of discovering all this was noticing that uh, regression hypnosis uh, clients who were able to tap to amazing um, highly intelligent uh, level of consciousness inside their own being as they were really channeling this profound information about whether their history or uh, the world they um there, on that day, there was a very strong alignment in this particular story to Sirius star, the sun um, or, or, or one of the it was either sun or Mercury that was conjunct Sirius star. And then that person also in their natal chart had a strong connection to Sirius A. So um, and then learning through many, many, many stories of other people, usually you can have a spontaneous recollection of certain star um system or star race um, history of certain extraterrestrial beings during a powerful alignment like during the full moon new moon eclipses equinoxes um, that you know there are certain configurations when like the universe is playing certain harmonics and when they are in harmony with your own natal chart, you you can have a continuous recall of something really powerful, which elevates you to the higher vibration of your embodiment, of your your expression. So I want to say for people who are maybe yearning to connect with certain star system, but maybe don't necessarily see it in their own chart, they can always pay attention to the movement of the moon, of the sun, because once a year, uh, they will hit that uh, astrological degree of the alignment through direct conjunction and then several times a year, if you look at the other aspects. So absolutely, you can, you can work with the transits. So it's nice to uh, use our website. There's an additional feature there. Instead of uh, clicking on the free chart for your own astrological data, you can enter uh, today's date and see what stars align to the planets today. And then you can maybe meditate on whichever star you, you feel drawn to. Um, or you can click on astro degrees uh, tab on the on the website and get a list of uh, fixed stars alignments this year or in any other year and just to, to then pay attention when are the planets moving through that particular degree and then you can uh, meditate on connecting with Arcturus mm-hmm. or Sirius or whatever you're drawn to so you can work with it this way um, you, the second part of your question was, currently, is there anything important? So I, I shared in my recent interviews that uh, the last two interviews um, with um, known astrologers on my on my YouTube channel, that our collective uh, south and north nodes, uh, our collective kind of evolutionary path uh, degree is very strongly aligned to uh, what we call or known know as Shapley or Shapley attractor or supercluster. It's uh, known as one of the most um, significant magnetic um, force that is moving us through space at the speed of 600 kilometers per second, uh, uh, and a little bit longer. So it's at early degrees of Scorpio, the position of Shapley. if we look at the tropical zodiac and uh, what we are finding, what it um, does or how it manifests with people who have this uh, particular Uh, alignment in their charts and right now collectively how it's influencing us that we are wanting to know everything about that's behind the scenes what's hidden what is really the truth of everything that is happening we we are no longer just oblivious and accepting things for granted as they're given to us but we take time to look deeper to you know really look at everyone's motivations and um, true intentions we really want to know the truth and uh, those that want to hide it consciously or unconsciously that these evolutionary forces and the alignment is not supporting that there there will be other external circumstances that will happen that will reveal the truth one way or another so whatever is under the carpet or in the closet it's coming out so it's just uh, you know I think it's such an important part of our Uh, evolution right now to come clear with all the cards because as things are revealed then they can be finally healed and then we can move on uh, with a clean slate so it's really exciting to see that and we can see it if anyone uh, watches the shenanigans in the world's politics and all the big influencers there's so much stuff is coming out to surface like my goodness and if you look at their charts of course they have those uh, this like Shapley attractor or other major points in their astrology so it's like obvious that they're going to be um, coming to justice uh, you know so it's really exciting.
0: I mean, that's, that's exactly what's happening and we can feel it. And there's so much like on, I would say, on on like both worldly level, on spiritual there's so much being revealed. And I love what you said also. I feel like even if you sometimes you have this, if you're starting to tap in and you're really working to not only be in your mind and to worry about the everyday stuff and, and trying to plan out and be in a meditative state. You can almost feel when shifts are happening and th- it is like profound uh, downloads and you feel that shift and we somehow we're all f- affected even if we are not aware of it or we don't think about it. But I really love also really great feature for on the website that you can go in and look and see what's happening. If you can look at your own chart also and see where that's it or when things are happening and intensifying, you can check that out because then there's always like this communion with everything around us, how we can commune with nature, with the stars, the planets. So there's always like some support or healing to be found. And I I really love that this is also very tangible and people can really see how it's, it's kind of practical in one way, but also very high level on a spiritual level as well. You bring such a
1: beautiful point and something that I've learned um, or was shown over and over through the experience with my um, regression hypnosis uh, clients, that for people who are maybe more intuitive and creative, who uh, don't feel excited about studying astrology and collecting a huge amount of data (laughs) in order to uh, be consciously aware of what's happening, don't worry about it at all. If it's not exciting you, just don't, don't go there because your heart, your intuition, your whole soul is perfectly wired and tapped into what's going on in the cosmos. And mm-hmm. you, you will navigate uh, things as long as you follow your joy, follow your uh, intuition. You will reach your highest potential. I mean, all those clients that came to see me, most of them, like 99 percent, had no clue about astrology. Yet they were navigating their life in perfect alignment with what was in their astrological chart. So it you you can do it um, unconsciously <laughs> um, and joyfully, just following your intuition, trusting that it knows the way, it is connected, it um, it, it will lead you uh, perfectly well, and uh, or if kind of looking behind uh, creator's curtain to to cheer on (laughs) everything that's happening consciously. If it excites you to study uh, Galactic Astrology, then you're up for a treat. Like there's just so much there and the aha moments
0: are so delicious. (laughs) Amazing. I would really recommend everyone to do that. And I'm so like grateful that you came on and shared your work and gave so many beautiful insights and giving me insights. I'm really looking forward to studying it more. Uh, maybe one day you will write about this and <laughs> share your wisdom with all of us. I'm really looking forward to that, too. Um, and uh, before we end, and I want you to also share all your offerings, I, I'm, I've I'm, been shuffling the card deck and speaking about healing and collective healing. I love to draw um cards for groups and you know right now for the audience listening and especially on this day when these cards are born and so of exciting we... and congratulations they look amazing they look fabulous really well done thank it you. feels so good to have them out thank you Manchester. so much I'm really I'm really grateful and excited and th- this is the back of the card and we actually I was feeling that we will draw so the cards in in my deck progress from the physical body up until the the spiritual and the you know the eternal body. Um, so we we got actually a message that is from the spiritual because we're talking about very high level things and it's I completely surrender to my path and um, this is almost in because there's fifty cards and this is like the progression there's there's a lot of it's this card in particular is very actually if you see the crystals they're very cosmic if you there's so the-
1: much information in that oh my goodness it works on so many levels such, yeah. such a deep quantum um delivery just through one picture and one sentence i love it can't wait to work with them
0: Thank you so much. Yeah, I'm really excited. And I mean Lori Mena, who's created the actual art together, like we co-created this, she's really tapped into to mm-hmm. other realms and, and the oh, that's
1: channeling right there, channeled art. Yeah, channeled definitely.
0: System. And and the crystals and, and the nature and the animals and I really feeling like how like one one thing that I have scene is how I feel definitely animals are so connected to the galaxies and the stars and and they're kind of like these messengers somehow because it's always connected to you know prophetic things like ascended masters and they're really here to also give us beautiful messages so
1: would you like to give a go of uh, translating that card into today's audience or would you, can I give it a go?
0: Yeah, please
1: do, please. So, so if you want to maybe bring the card up, because yeah. uh, instantly so many things came up. So first of all, the the two bears um, holding the the representation of the polarity, but um, mm-hmm. the, you know, we see this... Um, visual of it kind of connecting, be working together. There's a solid, strong energy of, of security, strength. Um, and bear. Uh, to me, I would connect this to Polaris, um, the North Star. So I completely surrender to my path and the Polarian uh, alignments, usually people have that connection or when the star comes through, it helps us point us to the true north where we you know the, the destined path that is um, helping us reach our highest potential highest possible embodiment uh, with mm-hmm. the uh, and the meaning of the complete I completely surrender to my path I feel more and more people are realizing that okay there is order in this seeming chaos there is divine orchestration there are synchronicities that are guiding me on my path and we are learning uh, we have learned uh, that you know no matter how much we want to try and invent the best possible paths to us like our brain or our mind our ego can only go so far with creating Uh, good life for us but if we surrender to the spirit to the soul to the divine like we see those beautiful angel wings there it's Mm -hmm. the path is going to be so much more amazing and if we can trust that and surrender it oh my god then we play with life and we we are supported and guided through synchronicities through magic in a into really beautiful place and of course the sun there the nature um, Mm -hmm. behind it the connection to to heavenly realms really seeing into the, the the frequency that is supporting us energetically with, with mm. energy, with love, with passion, with excitement, with this good mood, high vibe, like such a good omen path uh, <laughs> ahead.
0: I love this card. I mean your interpretation was so beautiful, like just that's what I always say, the art itself can say so much, the symbols the geometry, we wanted to work with sacred geometry. And then these crystals, uh, I know I have one that they kind of look metallic, like the purite, I think. I I feel it's really connected to some other place than Earth, Mm -hmm. because it's so, so magical. And yeah, thank you so much for that beautiful channeling. I mean, Oracle Cards, that's what it's all about. I feel like That's definitely a strong message for everything that we spoke about. And I'm so excited. Like, I'm really excited to see everything else that you're going to do and how this will evolve. And I'm really just curious, what are you? So if someone is listening and really something opens up for them, how can they work with what you're doing right now?
1: sure um well the, just before i go for any further one more keyword that's coming with that card is partnership that mm-hmm. rather than doing it alone we do it in partnership mm-hmm. whether with someone in the physical world or in partnership with our um, higher self and with the spirit realm i, I thought yeah. it was so important I so Thank you. Uh, for anyone who will get excited about um Tuning into my world, they can go to galacticastrology.com. There are four different courses that I offer. One is to help people work with their intuition and recognize the difference between the mind chatter, ego thoughts versus higher self or the soul guidance. And there are many different practical exercises, easy to follow course, very uh, affordable. Uh, Then there is very basic astrology course called Life Purpose Astrology, just focusing on those elements of astrology that reveal to you what will bring you greatest prosperity, sense of alignment, happiness. And then there is the Galactic Astrology 101 for complete beginners, helping you to understand your chart for yourself or maybe for immediate family and friends. And then there is a practitioner course, which takes at least two months if you have some understanding of astrology or starseeds information. And if a complete newbie, when you take that course, it usually takes up to a year for people before they feel ready to... Uh, offer this as a service to others professionally and it it is very very comprehensive so apart from that if you just want to go for the free ride there is ton of uh, videos and information on on my youtube and social media so you can explore that and or connect with any of the practitioners uh, that are now certified we have over 40 and i think 15 Mm -hmm. languages or so that um Are available for Galactic Astrology, soul reading interpretation. Uh, We interviewed each of them on my channel so you can learn about their stories and see how you resonate with their energy. And yeah, lots more is coming. So
0: I'm so sure. Wow, that's amazing. We I will link to everything in the show notes here. And if someone wants to connect with you on Instagram, it's Galactic Astrology, right? Yes. Yeah that's I mean check Julia out because it's great information and you're giving so generously of your wisdom and I really feel it's super unique and I mean we're all in this together and I love that you're bringing this forward and like really making it your focus after so I'm really happy that we connected many many years ago um, to lead up to this point so we've been walking like side by side and then now we're something is happening over here and we're in different places we have beautiful connections in our personal life as well so i'm really excited to speak to you soon and thank you so much for sharing all of your knowledge and wisdom with us thank you sherry
1: this is highly enjoyable and congratulations once again on your milestone with this beautiful uh, oracle deck cards can't wait to get my hands mm-hmm. on them and and that shared them with the world as well. Really well done too. I'm super grateful. Thank you so much, Julia. Much love everyone.